Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 536 for June 1 through 7, 2020. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. new this week, a powerful Sagittarian eclipse, the first of three with strong relationship themes, lines up in the first half of June. Join me for a deep dive into the meaning of this eclipse, including its no-nonsense T-square. The relationship theme is reinforced more harmoniously with a new month-long grand trine. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whatever format you prefer. The video version includes my chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics if you read my forecasts online. Just go to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose the astrology forecast category please do leave me a rating, a review, or a comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. What's old as we come into the week of June 1st, we have a waxing moon and several retrograde planets. Of course, Venus still retrograde through June 25th, and then Jupiter through September 12th, Saturn through September 29th, Pluto through October 4th. Monday, June 1st, the day I'm recording this. Sorry, I'm running a tiny bit late on this, guys. Would you like the divine to magically support your experiences of healing and mentoring? You're in luck. Thanks to today's Jupiter Chiron Quintile, that's Jupiter 27 Capricorn, Chiron 9 Aries. Whether you're giving or receiving, this aspect can bless you with extra ease and inspiration in these areas. And it lasts for over a month until July 5th. Then we have a double day. I'm putting June 2nd and 3rd together, that Tuesday and Wednesday. Are you having relationship difficulties? Join the club. I don't know many people who are not experiencing interpersonal challenges these days. A Venus-Mars square, Venus 14 Gemini and Mars 14 Pisces on June 2nd can flare up any difficulties you're having with someone, but can also energize a relationship's positive qualities and boost creativity. My June 5th lunar eclipse interpretation coming up in a moment will have much more on this square. Venus and Mars are major players, and this eclipse is potent T-square. These Venus-Mars possibilities are further amplified by a Sun-Venus conjunction on June 3rd at 14 Gemini. The Sun adds vitality. It can also help you more potently express the square's creative possibilities. Next up, Friday, June 5th, uh, there are two bonus aspects. I'm going to give them to you right now that are not in the written forecast. They both involve Mercury. Mercury sextile Uranus, and then Mercury square Chiron. On Mercury sextile Uranus, Mercury is at 9 Cancer, Uranus at 9 Taurus, Mercury square Chiron, Mercury is still at 9 Cancer, Chiron is at 9 Aries. So Mercury's communication, learning, Uranus, sextile Mercury, that means intuitive hits, come more easily into the mind. The divine mind communicates more easily to the human mind if you allow it. If you perform more secular terms, uh, your thinking can have more of a genius breakthrough, aha, eureka kind of effect. Uh, your mind can work a little quicker. Uh, now Mercury at this point is in Cancer, so you may find you're um, expressing yourself with more emotion. It's good for communicating to move people. People don't really change because of logic. They change because of their emotions. So um, emotional communication is empowered 
Mercury square Chiron. Now this one you got to watch out for a little bit. Squares can be a little more tricky. Chiron could be wounding, so be careful you're not wounding with your words with Mercury square Chiron, especially on the same day as this eclipse. Uh, however, Mercury square Chiron is fabulous for mentoring words, healing words, especially with Mercury and Cancer. Cancer has a nurturing maternal healing quality, even with a square Chiron when used consciously. And if you have done enough of your own internal shadow work, then you can come out as a mentor, as a healer with your words. Uh, in a subtle way, this also supports energy healing. In medical astrology, Mercury rules the arms and the hands. That's where divine energy flows through if you're doing that. Chiron, of course, is healing. So it opens the door for that as well. So with our bonus aspects out of the way, now it's time for the big event of the week, the lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. So most eclipse seasons feature two eclipses, but the one that starts today on June 5th has three this eclipse season is also unusual because all three eclipses share a common theme, relationships. Eclipses tend to be much more powerful than ordinary new and full moons. The effects of standard lunations last two weeks, but eclipse effects can last up to 12 months. This gives you plenty of time to cultivate their life-affirming potentials. Today's lunar eclipse lines up at 15 degrees, 34 minutes Sagittarius. Like any Sagittarius full moon, this supports release or adjustment in a wide variety of areas. These include philosophy, religion, higher education, acting as a professor, philosopher, guru, or other wisdom giver, foreign travel or influences, expansion, quests and adventures, exuberance, joy, and celebration. Sagittarian themes tend to be upbeat, but this eclipse could also stir up its shadow qualities. These Excuse me. These include holding rigid beliefs, which I like to call street corner preacher syndrome, and dissipating your energy in too many directions at once. Aspects. This eclipse's most important aspects are all contained in one potent aspect pattern. If you're looking at the visual, that's the big red triangle. This T-square includes the Moon, Sun, Venus, Mars, Ceres, and Neptune. Let's start with Venus and Mars. I briefly discussed their square in my forecast already on June 2nd, actually. Venus is feminine while Mars is masculine. Since they're in hard aspect, any existing problems in a relationship can rise to the surface. This can be a signal to end a relationship that has outlived its usefulness, or if the relationship would be worthwhile if healed, the globally proven nonviolent communication process could help you to craft a harmonious resolution. I've got a link to that in the show notes. Ultimately, though, you'll each need to do your individual shadow work to resolve the core wound that got triggered. My free healing invocation has helped thousands do this with surprising speed and ease, and both of my invocations that I'll be referencing here are also in the show notes. Hard aspects do not have to be bad or even challenging. If a relationship is in great shape, the square might fire up your connection with excitement and passion. With both planets in mutable signs, it's a great time to try new things and adapt old patterns. Venus also represents creativity. In this light, the square specifically supports creative writing. Venus is in Gemini, the sign of the writer, while Mars is in Pisces, the sign of divine inspiration. More broadly, fresh ideas can pour down for any form of artistic expression. Not only is Mars in Pisces, it's also conjunct another member of this T-square, Neptune. Neptune and Pisces share the same meanings, giving them greater emphasis. 
Neptune spiritualizes whatever serves highest good and dissolves what doesn't. If a relationship should be in the rearview mirror, you may feel dwindling enthusiasm for it. It may feel stale, lifeless, or boring. But if Neptune's giving a thumbs up to a particular relationship, you may notice increased ease of connection. If you're empathic, you may even experience soul blending with a lover. This can open you to, open you to the transcendent bliss of sacred sexual connection. But soul blending does not have to be sexual. You can also enjoy this ecstatic merging with platonic friends. This Venus-Mars-Neptune interplay can also juice up the most important relationship of all, the one between your personality and your higher self. Spiritual practices that deepen your functional awakening are enthusiastically supported. For over nine years, for example, my free embodied awakening invocation has helped people quickly and easily merge their divine and human selves. Again, there's a link in the show notes to that. Neptune's presence can also strongly enhance your divine inspiration. Obviously, this can help with creative expressions such as art, music, and dance, but creativity isn't, well, rather, creativity is simply taking two or more existing things and combining them in a fresh way. Creativity can enrich any area of your life. Neptune also represents visualization, so its presence can energize law of attraction work. Whatever visions you hold as you work with this eclipse, Neptune can help them manifest. If you'd like some expert guidance on manifestation, I link to a book called Creating Money, Attracting Abundance in the show notes. Now, Neptune's positive attributes are wondrous, but like everything in this dualistic reality, every archetype has both light and dark expressions. This eclipse could bring those up as well. So take notice if Neptune's dark side has tempted or claimed you. It can show up as addiction, excessive escapism, aimless drifting, or playing the victim. The more attention you focus on an archetype's positive expressions, the less energy it will have to tempt you with its dark side. But if your best efforts are not enough to free you from a destructive influence, be sure to seek help. Our discussion of this T-square concludes with the asteroid goddess Ceres. On one hand, she represents sorrow, loss, and suffering. On the other hand, she represents harvest and abundance. Her presence suggests that you'll open to greater prosperity if you do effective shadow work. The more heavy energy you clear, the more light and abundance you can hold. The T-square we just described includes this lunar eclipse's most important aspects, but there are also a couple of grace notes worth mentioning. The moon has tight semi-squares to Saturn and Pallas Athena. Saturn's in Aquarius, suggesting that you think outside the box when faced with obstacles. Pallas Athena encourages you to accomplish your goals using diplomacy, negotiation, and political savvy, if you can. The warrior goddess prefers to wield her sword only as a last resort. The moon also enjoys a trine with Chiron, the wounded healer. This reminds you that your wounds can be healed more easily than you might imagine, especially if you're using a fast, effective shadow work process such as my healing invocation. On Saturday, June 6th, on its own, a Sun-Mars square, Sun-17 Gemini, Mars-17 Pisces, can energize your abilities as a warrior, leader, and lover. You can enjoy more athletic prowess as well as greater physical vitality. This hard aspect could also tempt you toward eruptions of anger. 
These could lead to verbal or physical conflict. You could also be tempted to take impulsive actions that you might regret later. As always, focusing on an aspect's life-affirming possibilities leaves less energy for its destructive expressions. This aspect is part of the lunar eclipse I already interpreted. On Sunday, June 7th, would you like your important relationships to smoothly integrate harmony, stability, and variety? You have support from a grand trine that begins today, peaks on June 25th, and ends on July 6th. It includes Venus, Juno, and Saturn. Venus represents relationships and is in diversity-loving Gemini. Juno represents committed partnership and is in the harmonious sign of Libra. Finally, Saturn represents stability and is in paradigm-shifting Aquarius. This flowing aspect pattern will give you a certain amount of these energies for free, but trines tend to be lazy, and this grand trine is only moderately strong. So mine the trine with focused effort, which is one of Saturn's specialties, to enjoy the greatest benefit. So that ends the uh, seven days. I have a few announcements for you, though, some interesting stuff coming up. First, since this is the first show of the month, I want to thank those who've sent in their charts, including Susan and Catherine. You both are now in the running for winning a free session with me, as well as whenever I get around to doing listener charts again, you'll be in the drawing for those as well. I want to mention that three powerful eclipses happen on June 5th, 21st, and July 5th, and they can all affect your most important relationships. Now, eclipse effects, as I mentioned earlier, can last up to 12 months. This gives you plenty of time to cultivate their awesome opportunities. So the following interpretations only summarize the most important eclipse effects. But in a nutshell, well, for starters, I already told you about the Sagittarius lunar eclipse on June 5th. So let's move on to the Cancer solar eclipse on June 21st. Like any Cancer new moon, this eclipse at 0 degrees 21 minutes Cancer solar eclipse supports new beginnings in the areas of emotional expression, home, family, security, and shadow work. Regarding aspects, the luminaries squeeze in for a selfie with the north node of the moon. With the sun and moon only about one degree from this destiny point, this is a great time to clarify your life purpose and pour new energy into making it real. The luminaries' broad conjunction to Vesta suggests that selfless service to a higher cause might be involved. A tight quincunx from Aquarian Saturn encourages innovative adjustment in response to challenge. And finally, the Sun and Moon's loose squares to Juno and Chiron indicate relationship wounding and healing, a theme shared by all three eclipses. And then there's the third eclipse, the Capricorn lunar eclipse on July 5th. Since it's also a full moon, the July 5th lunar eclipse at 13 degrees 37 minutes Capricorn supports release and adjustment in the areas of business, productivity, and reputation. Other Capricorn themes include maturity, responsibility, and time management, as well as planning and implementation. Three supporting players from the prior eclipse now step into starring roles. Vesta was over 7 degrees from the luminaries on June 21st, but now opposes the moon by just 1 30th of a degree. This brings the theme of selfless service to a higher cause front and center. Similarly, the luminary squares to Juno and Chiron on June 21st were loose, about 7 and 9 degree orbs. Orb, by the way, means how exact is an aspect. But during this July 5th eclipse, these squares tighten to a 4-degree orb. This puts a front-page, bold-type emphasis on relationship wounding and healing. Again, that's relationship wounding and healing. 
Not only that, Juno and Chiron make an exact opposition the previous day and form a grand cross with the sun and moon during the eclipse. By the way, a grand cross is astrology's most intense and challenging aspect pattern. As if all that wasn't enough, this eclipse also aspects six other planets. As noted earlier, these three eclipses could powerfully affect you for the next 12 months. Let me help you harness these potent energies so they'll make your life more wonderful. Are you concerned about how these eclipses will affect you? Do you want to maximize their benefits? Then consider an eclipse-focused astrology consultation. These eclipses impact 37% of your natal chart. Any sensitive points in your chart will be strongly affected in the following ranges. In the mutable signs, which is Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, anything between 10 and 21 degrees, or between 25 and 29 degrees. And in the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, anything in that sweep between 0 and 19 degrees. What's a sensitive natal point? That would include all the personal planets, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Includes the angles, the four angles of the chart, the north and south nodes of the moon, and any planet that is the ancient or modern ruler of an angle. Now, I usually run a special and reduce my rates by 33% during eclipse season, but I've already dropped my rates 33% because of the pandemic. So your usual eclipse discount is already included in my current pricing. These sessions can cover any topic you like, not just eclipse effects. Shamanic healing and awakening activation can also be included in your session. So the discounts that are in the webpage where this is listed, of course there's a link to this in the show notes, already reflect the 33% discount in place. And of course the longer the session, the more I can help you. Like all my clients, you are protected by the Astro Shaman Guarantee. If you do not feel that your session was helpful, it's free. Do not pay for your Eclipse Focus session just yet, but I invite you to schedule it now. So again, when you click that link in the show notes, you can choose an hour, 90 minutes, two hours, or three hours. I look forward to helping you make the best use of these powerful eclipses, as well as your other important astrological influences. I've got a couple of summit appearances coming up. I want to mention those to you. Healing energy is always available, and you can access it easily using simple techniques. So would you like practical, no-nonsense solutions to help you do daily wellness practices for your body, mind, and spirit, make conscious and subconscious breakthroughs, resolve chronic physical and emotional challenges, break free of grieving, hopelessness, and victimhood, overcome fear, self-sabotage, and stress. I would love to show you what I do. And it's not just me. I'm part of a group of caring healers, doctors, and practitioners. We've dedicated our lives to healing ourselves so we can help you heal yourself. You'll hear a fascinating variety of approaches, including astrology, Ayurveda, cleansing, conscious living, emotional intelligence, grounding, healthy habits, higher self-connection, holistic health, manifesting, Take a breath, we're not done yet. Positive mindset, miracles, prosperity, self-love, shamanism, tapping, visualization, and so much more. And I would love for you to participate. Click the link in the show notes for the Energy, Wellness, and Perfect Health Summit. Join us. It's completely free. Another note for another summit I'm on. Would you like your artistic creativity to blossom like never before? 
Would you like to develop a solid devotional and creative practice that will give you focus, confidence, and power to bring your divine inspirations to life? Then you'll want to know about Paint, Pray, Flow, the free interview series that actually starts today, June 1st, as I record this. It's hosted by my friend Alexis Cohen. She's a visionary artist, creativity mentor, and shamanic practitioner. Paint, Pray, Flow brings together more than 25 artists, healers, teachers, and visionaries, including me. We'll share creative wisdom, tools, and hands-on techniques that will help you connect to your muse like never before. Wherever you are in the world of creativity and spirituality, from newbie to seasoned pro, this series will help you collaborate with divine love to take your creativity to the next level. And of course, there's a link in the show notes to this and everything else I'm talking about here. And I've, of course, got my Awakening Plus uh, stuff going on. All those calls, or most of them anyway, are free for everyone who to do on a live basis. Um, we're now into June. I haven't actually done the full June schedule yet, but we are continuing every week the Saturday noon Eastern Daylight Time bonus events, New Earth Support, where we come together and set our container and come into Embodied Awakening the best we can and then flow to support the Great Awakening happening on Earth. And every single time we have a sweet time and every single time it's like we get some kind of new blessing that we hadn't got the week before. So this is definitely the kind of thing where you get as good as you give. So um, if that sounds interesting, then uh, there's a link to this in the show notes as well. And I will, by the time we do the next podcast and very soon on the site, we'll have up the schedule for the coming month for the June events. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month, although I'm currently offering many more to support you during the pandemic. Most events are open to everyone for free. The archive of over 230 transformative events, accountability partners, and the forum are available exclusively to Awakening Plus members. You can learn more at awakeningplus.com. When I do the first show of the month, I announce a free session winner. This time it is Jason. Very interesting spelling. J-A-Y-S-O-N. This is the Jason born April 7, 1970 in Washington, D.C. Jason, if you pop me an email at info at astroshaman.com, confirm your time of birth in your email, and we will get you set up with your free session. Congratulations, Jason. Thank you all for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All of my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the pandemic, as I already mentioned, I have dropped my rates significantly because so many people are experiencing financial hardship. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. Learn about all this and more in the show notes. To see them, go to astroshaman.com slash 536. Again, astroshaman.com. Let me try that again. astroshaman.com slash 536. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email, my email rather, is info at astroshaman.com. My number for voice and text is 828-338-9852. Again, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping up this episode. It's been a long one. 
Once again, please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. So whatever your sun sign, my forecasts can help you make the best use of the current astrology energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern Time Zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits, but you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. Learn more about my Astrology Plus sessions, astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, it says Services, first item down, Astrology Plus. Thank you again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.